Food is fuel for your body, your mind, and definitely your sport. But let's face it, nutrition is confusing and the expectations on girls and women to be thin and have a six pack are exhausting. If you've ever been frustrated with your body, confused about nutrition, obsessed with eating healthy or guilty when you don't, underate, overate, or overtrained and overwhelmed with all the pressure, then this podcast is for you. Nutrition can be easy. You can take control of it, but it might start with letting go of control by asking for help and making a change. I'm Lindsay Elizabeth Cortez, sports dietitian and owner of Rise Up Nutrition, where I empower female athletes to overcome nutrition concerns and perform at their highest level to stop being confused by all the mixed or harmful messages and finally have confidence in your body as a fierce, fit, and fueled female athlete. Hello, hello, everybody. Lindsay here, Lindsay Elizabeth Cortez. Just wanted to do a solo episode. We've had so many amazing guests, but as it is this time of year where the holidays are fast approaching, I really thought it was important to talk about food and the holidays. I feel like historically, there are so many people, you know, myself included, my past self included, I should say, who really struggle with food body exercise around the holiday season, you know, whether it starts with Halloween, goes through Thanksgiving, Christmas, and even the new year. I know that this can be a really difficult time, maybe a stressful time, maybe an anxious time for so many people. And I do hope that this year, maybe there's a bit more like excitement around the holidays, knowing that last year was a little screwed up in 2020 with the COVID-19 pandemic limiting a lot of people, maybe adding even more stress or not letting you see your family. I truly do hope that people are feeling a bit safer and are able to be with family, maybe travel again and kind of have that positive excitement of the holidays. But even still, maybe we're still struggling with those food issues. And with that being said, I did address this actually last year on the Female Athlete Nutrition Podcast. It's episode number three, if you can believe it. It was one of my first episodes, episode number three called Holiday Food Anxiety. And I would love for you guys to go back and listen to that. I really talked about the importance of being present, focusing on the meaning of the holiday. And even though we make such a big deal about food in the holidays, you know, like Thanksgiving is people talk about the food all the time. And it's like the entire Christmas season. It's, you know, peppermint mocha lattes and all the treats. It just seems like it's about food. But in that episode number three, I kind of remind you that it's actually not about food. It's about the holiday. And I think that's a really great way to approach these holidays so that you stress less about food is remembering that this is not what it's about. What is the day of Thanksgiving about? What is the day of Christmas about? What is the meaning of it? As well as helping you tap into a mindset of abundance as opposed to scarcity. Meaning that we get ourselves all worked up over, you know, Thanksgiving is my one day to enjoy these special foods or that pie that I won't see again for a whole nother year. But to remind yourself that actually you 
could have pie another time of year if you wanted to, and that we don't have to think that this is our only opportunity and the only day to be around this food. So really living in more of an abundant mindset, which can help relieve that anxiety around food during the holidays. So anyways, I won't repeat that whole episode. I encourage you to go back and listen to it, but I do want to take this discussion today in a slightly different direction as to why, you know, a different reason why people might be experiencing difficulties with food around the holiday season. And in my opinion, personally, it often comes down to such a divide in the messaging that we hear. So what do I mean by this? When we think about food in the holidays, I feel like there's like two overarching messages that we here, whether it be on social media, through family and friends, or even through health professionals like myself, you hear one message, which is telling you sort of how to get through the holidays while staying, quote, on track, unquote, right? How to control yourself, how to be healthy, how to make a plan for the holiday season so that you don't lose yourself, right? Do you understand this message that I'm saying? Literally to the extent of, I just put in a Google search of eating for the holidays. And one of the first websites that came up was from the CDC. So here in the US, you know, our government agency, Center for Disease Control of five healthy eating tips for the holidays. And I'm not necessarily trying to say that you should all go read this article per se, but like that's the first thing that popped up is healthy eating tips for the holidays. And some of the things that were mentioned in this article, just to point it out to you, is like how to outsmart the buffet, you know, by starting with a plate full of veggies to fill up and have a small plate and maybe avoid alcohol or bring a healthy dish with you to create a plan that's holiday proof. Maybe avoid the alcohol and sugary drinks, how to keep moving and staying active throughout the season, right? So this is like one of the big overarching messages that we hear throughout the holiday season is know, if I could summarize it, it's just like society's way of saying like how to be good with big quotes around that air quotes around that, right? So it's like how to control, right? And then we have the other message that a lot of us hear. And the other message is literally the exact opposite of that, which is it's the holidays. Enjoy yourself. It only comes once a year. Indulge splurge, you know, go all out, let go of food rules, give yourself permission not to count calories on Christmas day, give yourself permission to take it easy and not go for a run or get that workout in, right? Like that's the other message that we hear a lot of. And I think this other message, we could probably break that down into like, you know, those people who are maybe some more anti- diet health professionals and to include myself, I might err on this side a little bit more often if I'm to be honest of let go of the food rules, right? And just, you know, enjoy yourself and be present. That's what I started this conversation with. And and so you might hear that from people like myself, but we also get a little bit of this message from people who are kind of just that all or nothing attitude and are are kind of like throwing their hands in the air, like giving up 
control or that's like, again, this is the divide that we feel is that one side of the story is like trying to make you be so in control. Whereas the other side of the story is like letting go of control completely. And really, when I think about it, I think that it's the difference between these two that makes people feel so crappy, excuse my language, and guilty throughout the holiday season because they're complete opposites, right? It's be in control or let go of all control. And they're so different. I had a, or still have a mentor in my life who said this quote to me one time. I don't know if it comes from somewhere. There's a swear word, so excuse my language, but I just love how he said it to me. And so it stuck with me. He said that shitty feelings all stem from one place. It's the dissonance between what you are doing and what you think you should be doing. And I think that kind of sums up the holidays with these two differing messages is it's like, if you're in control, you feel crappy about it because you're like, that's not fair. Everybody else is enjoying the holidays and enjoying their food and enjoying their candy. Like maybe that's what I should be doing, but I'm over here having control. And it's the dissonance between the two that makes you feel so bad about yourself and vice versa. Maybe you did decide, okay, this year, I'm just going to indulge, enjoy, let go of all food rules. But then you, you know, see the messaging or see your girlfriend who is, you know, being more in control and bringing a healthy side dish. And you're like, that's what I should have been doing. Now I feel terrible about myself, right? It's the difference between the two. That's what makes us feel so terrible. The difference between what you are doing and what you think you should be doing. Right. And that's the definition of cognitive dissonance. It's the unpleasant emotion that results from believing two contradictory things at the same time. And often when we're believing two contradictory things at the same time, that can lead to some irrational decision making as you try and sort of reconcile with your conflicting beliefs. Right. And that, that's it throughout the holidays. There's two conflicting beliefs. It's the enjoy yourself or have control, be in control or be out of control. So I've been on both sides of this messaging divide. I've definitely been of the camp that's been like, I'm just going to enjoy myself, you know, go for it. Let go of all the rules, indulge, splurge eat all the food and kind of having that all get back on track mentality later, you know, I'll get back on track later. And the problem with this for me personally was that I did experience guilt, especially as a registered dietitian of like, oh, wow, I really didn't do any of those things that the CDC said would be healthy. Right. And so I had a little bit of like professional guilt when I did that as a registered dietitian. And also I think as an athlete, the truth was when I was doing that and like fully enjoying or indulging and maybe not honoring and respecting my body physically and what it needed as an athlete, then I I didn't feel great on my runs and my workouts. And I didn't feel great when I attempted to get back on track two weeks later, literally out there on the track trying to do some workouts and just feeling not good physically, maybe feeling sluggish or something like that. So, you know, I've been on that side. And I've also been on the other side for sure. Of I probably had a lot more years on the other side of like, 
being in control. Again, with my air quotes around that, meaning I'm going to be the one who brings a healthy side dish or what I perceive to be healthy, I should clarify. I'm going to be the one who brings a dish that I perceive to be healthier than the traditional holiday meals. I'm going to fill up on veggies. I am going to just drink water. I'm going to have a lighter breakfast and lunch so that it's okay for me to have this larger dinner meal or something like that. Definitely been the one, especially with desserts. I have a sweet tooth and I'm not ashamed to say it. I just really love sweet foods. And so when I was in this phase of like being on that side of controlling more, I would really, you know, I'd say, yes, Lindsay, you can have a slice of pie. That's okay. But just one or just a small one. And the truth is that's not good enough for me. That's just the truth. It's not good enough for me when I try to just say, just have one small piece of pie or whatever dessert it might be. It's not good enough. I want more. I want more pie. And so what does that leave me with? It leaves me thinking about that pie for days and weeks to come and more so regretting it. So again, that dissonance of between what I did and what I think I should do. It's like what I did was controlled how much pie I ate, but what I thought I should have done is I regret it for days. And I'm thinking about that pie. Like I should have just had more pie because now I can't have it anymore. You know, now it's, it's not available to me anymore and I would regret it. And that was a big mental drain for me personally, like the control aspect. And again, in, in my words, I'm not saying this is how you perceive it, but in my words, like when I'm trying to control, it's because I'm trying to be good. And (laughs) to summarize this as, you know, in a very youthful mindset, like anytime I try to be good, it makes me want to be more bad. Can anybody else relate to that with me? Yes, in food regard, but maybe with anything, if I'm being completely honest. When you set these rules and restrictions and boundaries on yourself and try to control, like it just makes you want to be bad. You just want to rebel. rebel. You want to rebel. It's like our you know, 14-year-old self like kicks in no matter how old we are. So, you know, what do we do about this? It's like, if we control, then we feel bad about that. If we don't control, then we feel bad about that too. How, how can we be in the middle? And that's just exactly it. We need to get rid of the gap. We need to get rid of the distance and the divide between these two extreme messages. And going back to that saying of shitty feelings are stemming from one place, the dissonance between what you are doing versus what you think you should be doing. That's how we can get rid of the gap. It's by changing what we're doing or changing what we think we should be doing. In other words, I like to use the word believe, what we believe we should be doing, because it is a belief. It's not inherently true. You know, I, I will sit here in all honesty as a dietitian and, and tell you, I cannot tell you specifically what to do and what to eat and how to make your holiday perfect. It's honestly something you have to figure out. You have to figure out your belief on this. So you, you can do one of two things. You can change what you're doing or change what you believe you should be doing. Or maybe it's a little combination of both. So let me get into this a little bit more. If last year you controlled everything and that didn't work out, 
Well, change what you're doing. Don't do that this year. Do something different. Enjoy it a bit more. Let go of food rules a bit more. If that doesn't work out for you this year either, then we also might need to change what we believe we should be doing. And it might not be on either of the two messages that you usually hear. You might have to create a whole new belief for yourself. What do you believe the holidays should be like with food? You can create this for yourself. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing or saying you should do or what you read on the internet. You don't have to do what your sisters are doing, what your cousins are doing. You can create a new belief for what your relationship with food and body could be like throughout the holiday season. And to do that, I think the easiest way is to really ask yourself, like, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel on Thanksgiving? How do you want to feel on Christmas Day? How do you want to feel the day after Christmas? What sort of scenario brings a smile to your face and truly feels like authentic to you and what you want to do, what you want to eat, how you want to feel? So I'll share a little bit of a personal story, just thinking about myself this year for Thanksgiving. And I know that how I want to feel might be totally different than how you want to feel, but I'm just going to share going through this exercise for myself. Now, unfortunately, um, fortunately, unfortunately, it will just be me and my husband for Thanksgiving this year. We are unable to travel due to my pregnancy. So this is a good thing. This is happiness in my life, but we are unable to travel and be with family. So when I think about how I want to feel this year for Thanksgiving coming up, you know, the truth is I really want it to be a normal day when I wake up. When I wake up, I want it to be just a normal day where we have breakfast and coffee. And I probably do want to get some exercise in, which for me right now is looking like stretching yoga, light walks, maybe a Peloton if I'm up for it. But that's you know, with me right now in my physical condition, it's nothing intense, but but that's a normal day for me right now. I really want the morning to just feel normal, have a normal breakfast, maybe sleep in. That sounds good. Yeah, I would love to sleep in and just kind of feel cozy, but good in my body and get it moving. And then when I think about the rest of the day, I, since it is just me and my husband, I definitely do want to make it feel special. Like I don't, I want the morning to be a normal morning, but I do want to make the day feel special so that I don't feel left out or lonely, that I'm not with the rest of my family. So I personally think that food does make a day feel special, um, especially when me and Rob cook together. That's a really special thing for us. So I do want to be in the kitchen. I sort of imagine us just planning a few recipes, maybe some of my family recipes, because that will, you know, bring a a healthy level of nostalgia to me. So I'll probably make like my mom's green bean casserole side dish. And I really love her yam. She does this yam, pecan and pineapple and apricots side dish that I really, really like. Um, And we'll cook some meat, whether it be turkey or maybe just a smaller bird, a chicken might be easier for just the two of us. So I'm going to kind of pick and choose because 
I don't want to feel wasteful on this day. It's just the two of us. I don't want to feel wasteful, but I do want to cook some of those meals that bring happy memories to me of Thanksgivings of the past and when I'm with my family. And I just imagine the two of us kind of in the kitchen, cooking, having music playing, lighting some candles. We're a candle family. (laughs) We love candles. So I, I think that'll make it really special. A normal day, but we're making it special with some of this food. I do know that my husband wants a sweet potato pie and I know that I don't really like sweet potato pie. So I am prepared and wanting to cook two desserts, one for me, one for him, and we can certainly save any leftovers or maybe even freeze them. So yeah, that's me. That's how I want to feel on Thanksgiving day. And The next day, honestly, the day after Thanksgiving, I want to feel like when I wake up, it's a normal day once again. And maybe we don't have to, you know, cook anything for lunch or dinner because we have a little bit of leftovers and we can enjoy that meal one more time. I think that'd be wonderful. That's exactly how I want to feel this Thanksgiving. So that's my personal story. Sorry, I dragged on about that for a while. But I, as I'm talking about it, you know, it brings a smile to my face. I'm envisioning it. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. Now, let's face it. We can envision our perfect day (laughs) as much as we want. And we know that life happens. So I don't want you to do this exercise to plan for everything to be perfect. And then when things don't go perfectly, that creates more stress and anxiety around the holidays. But what I do want you to do is focus in on that feeling. If you are somebody who who never knows what to do, you're always stressed about the food situation, always stressed about what to eat or how much or when to eat, think about that now and make sure that you create a feeling that feels authentic and good to you, right? Everything I just said with my own example, I don't think I was on either side of our typical messaging of like controlling myself nor losing control, right? Instead, that was my own belief of how I want to feel on that day. And that's what I want to challenge you to do. You know, the holidays really should be a time where you are focusing on the meaning of that day, focusing maybe on family or friends or what we're grateful for, focusing especially, you know, as we get into December, whether it be Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, that religious aspect, focusing on that, being in a mindset of abundance once again. Yeah, I think that, you know, exercising, as especially as athletes, you know, training, we've got to keep that up if you want to, if it feels good. But we also need to be flexible with, I'm with family, or maybe I'm traveling, or I'm in a different location. So we have to be flexible with ourselves so that we truly are honoring everything that this holiday is meant for, right? The holidays are a time where we want to be grounded and really being authentic with ourselves and what's important to us. So it's not a time for the extremes. It's not a time for the don't eat this or don't eat that or you have to do this or make sure you do that. Because as I said before, maybe there isn't a right way. Maybe we can't outsmart the buffet like the CDC says we can. Maybe instead, all we can do is create a new belief, one that is 
only ours, one that is authentic to us. And you can make a choice that feels good to you on that day that's in line with how you want to feel and what you want to do and accomplish. And guess what? The very next day, you can make that same choice all over again. And the next day and the next day to include the next holiday and the next holiday. So like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, if you are somebody who typically struggles with food, um, body training, stress, anxiety, guilt of eating, trying to be in control, feeling like you're out of control around the holidays, then I would really recommend you go back and listen to episode number three, and then maybe listen to this one over again so that you can really remind yourself of how to be present with the day, how to be in a mindset of abundance, and how to avoid the two extremes of being in control or out of control, and instead create your own belief on what this day should be and what you actually can do on this day. Create a new belief that's just for you. And when you do that, and you don't have this divide between what you're doing, what you think you should be doing, and instead you are doing exactly what you believe you should be doing, then we get rid of all those terrible feelings. And we're just having a day living out exactly what you believe is right for you on that day, in that moment, in your body, for your needs. Fans, I hope you enjoyed this episode and conversation. If it did help you, then I want to direct you to where you can sign up for our email list. If you think the podcast is helpful, then you will also find our monthly emails helpful and our blogs helpful. And I'm also super excited to drop some new materials on you all very, very soon to include online courses and swag. That's right. Although my specialty is coaching clients one-on-one individually to their goals, I do know many female athletes are looking for more digital resources that they can take advantage of on their own time. And that is coming super, super soon. So if you get on our email list, then you will be one of the very first to know and even get early bird pricing. No joke. I've been working on this and some other big things for Rise Up Nutrition for a while now. And I want you as a loyal fan, a female athlete nutrition podcast listener to be one of the first to know about these new and exciting things. So again, if you like the podcast, I'm sure you'll love all the other stuff. So get on our email list and stay in the loop. The direct link to sign up, just submit your email is in the show notes. So look for that. Or you can always head to our website, www.riseupnutritionrun.com. Thank you so much and happy holidays.